Welcome to the TCU Chi Alpha podcast, where we share sermons, interviews, and other resources that encourage and challenge students as they follow Jesus on campus. Hey everyone, my name is Jobin. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today and watching today's video. Hopefully everyone had a great semester and I hope everyone is currently enjoying their break. Um, So today's topic is going to be about resisting temptation, specifically during this time that uh, we're all in right now, right, which is winter break. So break brings with it a much needed time for rest and relaxation. It is a great time away from the stress and anxiety that school brought. Uh, We get to go home or at least not be in the classroom. We get to see our friends and our family. We get to spend time with people that we may not have seen for a long while. It's also a time that we get to take home the lessons that we've learned um, from the discussions that we've had during small group and just also from diving into scripture. We get to take those things home and implement those, right? But break is also a time where there is a lot of free time, like a lot of dead space. So in my experience, you know, Always super excited to go home for winter break because I get to mentally check out and uh, see my friends and my family, get to see people I haven't seen in a long time. Um, But you can only do so much. Winter break is a very long time. It's like a month, right? So there's a lot of room or there was a lot of room for uh, free time where I wasn't doing anything. And it was in those times where temptation hit me the hardest. Um, I would fall into old habits and do things that I wasn't proud of doing. And it all stemmed from a place of not knowing how to navigate those seasons wisely. And also like just having a foundation, having a good knowledge base of how to resist. So hopefully the next three points that I'm about to share will help you like it helped me navigate your season of break um, better. Right. So the first point is you have to plan ahead. So there's this great quote that kind of ties in with that. The more you sweat in times of peace, the less you'll bleed in times of war. So when you're like actually in the battle, that's not when you should, that's not when you make preparations, right? That's not when you start making plans, right? Before you go into your season of break, if you know that you struggle, this is like a repetitive thing, acknowledge that. Know that they're like temptation is going to come and you have to know that, acknowledge it. Don't let it just remain a thought, act on it, right? Make a plan. And one of those things that you can do is simply by acknowledging your environment, you know, where you're going back home to, you know, the like environment, right? And you know, better than anybody else, how you react with that environment. Are there things there that you need to get rid of? What are things that you can bring in? Like, what are things that you can implement that would help you during your um, time and break, right? Another thing, let people know ahead of time. Have an accountability partner, right? If there's someone that you've uh, built a great relationship with over during a small group and small group, or if you have great community at home, let them know or let somebody that you know that you trust know that, hey, this is a time that I struggle and I really need you to keep me accountable, to check in on me. Having that person that you can uh, share your struggle with is extremely important. And that's something that helped me at least. That's something that I prepared ahead of time before going into my time of break. 
And that's a segue into my next point, which is accountability. It's so important for us to get out of the mindset of, I want to do this on my own. That's the way that I operated for a very long time. And time and time again, like, it would be extremely unsuccessful. Listen, if there was anybody that could navigate life successfully on their own, it was Jesus. But even Jesus had 12 people with him. If that's not a model for how we should set up our lives, like, I don't know what is, right? It's important to build relationship with people and have those people um, keep us accountable. Because being able to tell people our struggles, there's healing in that. And having people uh, keep us accountable, it keeps us on the straight and narrow. In Galatians 1 verse 2, it says, carry each other's burden, and this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Stop trying to do something that's unnecessary, which is trying to navigate life on your own. Let other people in. Um, build relationships with people that you can trust and that you can incorporate and have them as your accountability partner. So the third point is acknowledge that resisting temptation or like, it, this is hard. It's not an easy thing, right? And unfortunately, no matter how much preparation, no matter how much sweat you've poured into that, no matter how many accountability partners or how, how great they may be, we still fall. We still make mistakes. But how do you navigate those mistakes? Are you beating yourself to a point where you're not allowing yourself to get back up and move on? Because there is no healing in that. Listen, before we get into this season, or if you're already in it, understand that you're going to make mistakes. It happens. But how you navigate yourself out of those mistakes is extremely important. Listen, uh, like, I guess we can use this metaphor of um, the half glass, empty, half full kind of thing. A lot of times people kind of go one way or the other. They're like, oh yeah, it's half full or no, it's half empty. I think it's important to acknowledge both perspectives at the same time. You are the glass, right? It's important to acknowledge that it's half empty. So maybe you're not at the full potential that you could be at one day, right? Acknowledging that is important, but dismissing the fact that you're half full, that God has done great things in your life, that he's brought you out of so many things or that he's blessed you with so much, like dismissing the half full part is an injustice that you shouldn't let go of. Listen, mistakes are going to happen, but it's important how you navigate yourself out of those things, right? Another thing is it's not enough to say no to sin. Like that's a great plan. Like I'm not going to do this, but it's not enough. You have to say yes to Christ. So listen, I'm going to say no to sin, but at the same time, I need to get into his word. I need to be on my knees in prayer. I need to fill that glass until it overflows, right? So there's this great verse in Matthew. Um, it says, when an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied. 
swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and it takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and they live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. This is how it will be when this wicked with this wicked generation. So basically what's happened is this individual who is being represented as his house going through something, right? He found freedom, or this person found freedom. Holy Spirit came in, made everything clean. That's great. And that, you know, the sin was cast out, right? But there was never any progression after that. He never, or this individual never filled it with anything. He kept it empty. And an empty house is like almost as bad as a house that's just like dirty. It just allowed that thing to come back. Not just come back, but worse. So it's not enough just to say no to sin. You have to fill yourself with you know, with Christ, with Jesus, spending time in the word and getting on your knees and praying. And doing this consistently, yes, it's extremely hard. It's very hard. But doing this consistently, it builds maturity for one. Um, in James chapter 1, verse 2, it says, and one to four or two to four, it says, consider it pure joys, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Continuing to practice this, even though it's hard, but implementing these strategies, it builds maturity. And the next point where you can see in the future is that you're going to be able to help people who, who struggle with the thing that you used to struggle with, hopefully by that point, right? You're going to have the maturity. You're going to have the durability and the wisdom to help people out of the spot that you used to struggle with. Thank you guys so much for your time. Um, hopefully these strategies and these uh, little insights helped. Definitely will be keeping you all in prayer. Hope you have a great time off. Use it wisely so you can come back into this next semester um, just stronger and more durable than before. Thank you for listening today. We'd love to connect with you beyond this podcast. If you want more information about TCU Chi Alpha, visit tcuxa.com. God bless and go Frogs.